Bye. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Hello, America, and thanks for coming. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hello, it's Jamal. Hi, it's Karen. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, hey, Karen. it's it's Stony. I mean, <laughs> oh, thank God, I was scared for a second there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Careful, Karen's walking in this house. Karen's here, and she wants her fucking haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Not <Party> again. <laughs> Party on the side, mom in the back. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Think Skrillex, but like his hair went into a weed whacker. (laughs) Definitely. Also, I want to speak to your manager. (laughs) (laughs) What, is there not enough hair gel in there for you, Karen? (laughs) Like, I asked for a weed whacker and you gave me wood chipper. So I don't really know. Like, I just don't know what we can do here. How can you how can we make the situation right? <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> Say girl bye. Oh my gosh. Well, hey everyone. Welcome back to Thanks for Coming. We're the most magically gay podcast that there ever was. And we are back, back, back again in quarantine. Still here, still wearing masks and washing our hands. My favorite place. <laughs> yes. I hope that you guys are all staying safe out there and following all the guidelines. Um, I'm sure you are. We have a good listenership and we're all you're all pretty responsible people, except for maybe you over there. I'm not sure about you. Um, Anyways, (laughs) we see you. I see you over there picking your nose and not washing your hands. Ew. (laughs) But, But yeah, so I guess... There's not too much to report on, I'm sure. We're all just kind of inside and doing the usual. But um, I thought just to kind of liven things up a little bit, we could talk about a couple pieces of queer media that I've indulged or uh, I've force-fed myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what content have we been consuming? Well, after I was gnawing on the furniture, um, I... (laughs) I... um, <laughs> All right. Mm, um, upholstery. <laughs> get it together. So I watched a couple pieces of good queer media. Um, I had saw the Circus of Books documentary on Netflix, and I noticed it because Alaska was the picture on that time when I was seeing it. Mm. Um, so I was like, oh, cool. And then I read the description, and I was like, I don't know. Like, I'll I'll put this in the like queue for another day. And then I was listening to Maddie and Andrew on Friday the 13th, their podcast, and they had recommended it in their Whatcha Watchin' Bitch segment. And mm. I was like, okay, like... The way they were describing it, it really sold it for me. So then I actually watched it that same night and it was like really good. And I know Jamal, you saw it too. Maybe Stoney also. Yep. Yeah, we watched it soon after it was posted on um, Netflix. I'm not sure if um, Stoney knew what it was. I did not know what circle Circus of Books was, but we decided to just watch it, which yeah. is a success in itself because Stoney and I can never pick what to watch. Yeah, we kind of like low key viewed it, to be honest. Like, we just viewed <laughs> it 
And then I think we didn't like tell anyone, even though we enjoyed it. It was more just like, we watched this. <laughs> it was one of those moments where it was like, okay, just press play on something or we're just going to scroll forever. And we pressed play and we ended up enjoying it. So definitely highly recommend it. I heard that on Friday as well. Yes, that was really good. You know, for those of you that haven't seen it, it's a documentary about this uh, family and they end up somehow going into uh, the gay adult business <laughs> yeah <laughs> a very traditional family though so like they people don't know like what their like profession is and what they're doing and then they're going to temple and it was just really interesting you know for me just because um with like being gay and just like sexuality in general um while growing up and being jewish it definitely brought like a lot of memories back of like growing up and things like that I had a better coming out experience than um, their gay son did in that movie, I think. But, um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy it and I would recommend it. Like it's definitely like brings out a lot of emotions. So be prepared. It's a lot of good um, like pop culture history because if I don't know if most people know that when porn itself started, they were little tiny booklets. They're just illustrations or photos, I believe, that cost maybe five cents to a quarter depending on where and who was selling them. So to watch this bookstore, and that's, I connected to that as well, Seth, Stoney, you as well, um, being in Bloomington, like one of the more popular adult sex stores in town was called College Books. So <laughs> whenever you went to that store and you um, swiped your card or whatever, that's how it would pop up on your account, College Books. So just watching them kind of switch lanes to keep their business alive, but also kind of you know, bring in a whole new community for the bettering of their, not only their business, but for the community. I thought that was pretty interesting to learn about. Yeah. And also it had a like cool, I don't know if cool is the right word. It had a interesting, uh, like take on to like the social or not the social, like the streaming age of just everything like streaming video and stuff, because like their business is kind of like going out because like, people can just watch porn online. They don't need to go to like a store anymore to like right. buy DVDs or cassette or VHS. So it just, it was an interesting take on that too, how like a business is dying because of the streaming age. Definitely. So we would recommend that for you guys all to watch. Um, another one that I watched that I would like to recommend, um, this was on Amazon Prime if you guys are wanting to go watch after you hear me talk about it. Um, so this movie is called Happy Ending Sleepovers. Oh. So like when you he when you just read the title, it sounds like it's gonna be like some like raunchy like gay movie. Um <laughs> like at camp maybe. <laughs> like eating out. <laughs> yeah, like that. Um however it's not. So this is um a Danish and American movie. And actually this is supposedly this is based on a true story. So this was a book first. And then the author of the book adapted it to a screenplay. So it's about his life. And so there's this boy and they say, I think they sort of like flubbed this part um, in the movie, but he is like clearly not American, but they say like he moved to America as a young child. So he still has his like Danish accent, but he speaks English and stuff like that. Uh huh. So, but then he joins the like cia or like fbi like one i think maybe it's like cia or something it's like one of those spy organizations <laughs> okay 
And so he is some Tomb Raider shit. Basically, yeah. So he is like a driver in the CIA. So he like drives um, like people to safety or like he picks up like suspects and like drives them like undercover. Uh-huh. Um, so he gets sent to um, I think it's somewhere like I think they say they go to Copenhagen at some point, but it's like somewhere in Denmark and and he's like this little spy and he's so cute so he goes there and he meets this cute danish guy at a party and like has a crush on him and then like they develop this really fast like friendship quote unquote and then eventually this lead guy they name him johnny of course american name johnny so johnny has gotten his assignment he has to go pick up this guy and do this mission and his friend wants to come with him and Johnny like lets him do it. Cause I guess it's like typically like a pretty low key job. And um, actually I think they have him hiding in the trunk or something like that. Oh, anyway. So they go to pick up this guy. <laughs> and so the guy is like not who he's supposed to be. He's actually like this dangerous guy. And he's like, very, he's from Russia and very homophobic. And oh. so then like, the other guy overhears him like overhears him like saying like oh i'm not the guy like i'm really this bad killer guy and so he's trying to warn like his friend johnny yeah there's some there's more to it but i'm not going to get too into it cuz i there's still more for you to enjoy than what i've described but it's basically a gay like like get james bond <laughs> i can get into that Interesting. and i i like a love story so i'll tune yeah. in yeah and I think the guy that played Johnny is really cute, and I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> and if this sells you, you get to see his butt while he's showering. So if that's the seller for you to see like gay movies, then maybe this is the one for you. Go catch those cakes, listeners. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Wow. So that was like a really long description, but I think uh, unless there's anything you guys want to bring up, we can just get into the the honesty spill of the week. Nope, it's business as usual over here. Let's dive into the queens. Yes. Honesty. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. Hi. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys, it's another week and we're back in the work realm. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> I'm feeling my jantasy. I'm tongue popping out of control over here. Help. Help. It's uncontrollable. <laughs> I feel like Jan was on the season like years ago. <laughs> Yeah, it has seemed like a long time since she left us, unfortunately. I know, you can feel the, like, Jan absence. It's because um, all that, like, upbeatness of Jan is gone, like that just ray of light that was in the workroom. (laughs) Everyone's like, it's competition time now, so everyone's got their, like, side-eye shades on. Now we have to rely on Gigi for her, like, funny and lighthearted, totally not condescending environment. (laughs) (laughs) yeah Gigi is just so hilarious it's a real laugh riot (laughs) I mean I love you but (laughs) yes all right you guys I am ready to get this show started at the top of the show 
Well, nobody went home last week, did they? Nope, and Queen Gigi definitely reminded us of, <laughs> of, of such. <laughs> yes, she did. Next, uh, or after the elimination in the workroom, Gigi is clearly unhappy that no one was eliminated and she has to like fight off two more people still. Gigi is pressed. I think that deep down she she knows that she needs to kind of push herself. So she's just like, ugh, that was a chance for me to be in the top five and now I have to try to get by again yeah welcome to drag race gg gg's like doing her best karen impersonation right now <laughs> oh and excelling <laughs> for real girl and then also i liked how jada's kind of like came back and she was like just because you drop off your friend at the airport doesn't mean you like them any less that was a <laughs> great analogy i loved that <laughs> i think jada said it probably how gg meant to <laughs> yeah that's exactly right so um but then also jada is really like describing herself as the well-rounded winner and she you know she's kind of winning dancing challenge acting all these different types of categories and i think uh you just love to see jada excelling yeah i'm glad to see jada doing as well as she is because we did worry that she was probably just a look queen but she's digging deeper into her bag every week so i'm happy to see it definitely so uh, this week we have a mini challenge and this week's mini challenge is puppets the puppets are here yes it's exciting to see the puppet challenge once again (laughs) everybody loves puppets yes um so we had a lot of interesting uh puppet shows this episode so what did you guys think like who were your faves i love how jackie just made like sherry into the cookie monster or something (laughs) yeah (laughs) she just likes to force feed america like what was that (laughs) i mean it was kind of hilarious though because like sherry has this like personality that we've seen on the show where it's just like a total like doesn't not give a fuck about anybody else and jackie basically was just like who are you you're from new york i've never heard of you Uh so (laughs) it was just kind of like hilarious to see that play out (laughs) yeah i like that part and then my other favorite part was when she's like hi my name is sherry pie that's why i'm holding a cherry pie (laughs) 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 and i was like I think I, I don't remember if I all forgot to say this last week for their um, makeovers. Sherry was wearing the same dress as her makeover, basically same silhouette. And probably it just she probably just has this like one like poofy like piece and just puts a different smock over it like every week. It's definitely like a signature look, right? Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, that was hilarious. Um, also, Heidi's was good, but I just... <laughs> felt so bad like with Heidi's little puppet I think Sherry was was that one being like shady with the wig falling off and the powder yes. like everywhere yes yeah that was funny unfortunately <laughs> it was much- not the funniest but it was enjoyable I had to laugh because we all know that I shade an ashy wig so yeah <laughs> <laughs> love you that- sis but put some oils in that <laughs> that's right girl I also like Jada's one because Crystal's doing the like, look over there. Oh, uh, yeah. Crystal's impressions. Yeah, that was that was pretty funny. Look over there. 
with Crystal, that, you just never know what you're going to get. So it was like you're kind of warming up to the laughs. And then as soon as she let the look over there out, like everyone loves that. And that's yeah. definitely one of Jada's standout moments. So, of course, it was hilarious. And Crystal, like, clocking her for, like, wearing earrings, like, more than once. I know. Jada was like, <laughs> it was only twice, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, funny. Gigi's was pretty bad. She was doing an impression of Jada. Or, I'm sorry, Jackie. Yeah. Um, I think that we know now, listeners, I'm not going to call Gigi a one-trick pony or anything like that. She just needs a little more time for her like comedic pie to bake in the oven. She's not good on the fly. She has to rehearse and, you know, workshop her shit before she presents it to us. Yeah, she's not exactly like quick on her feet. Like you could tell, obviously, by what she was doing. She didn't know really what to talk about or what was funny. So I think... Yeah, she's definitely a struggling queen. (laughs) And it's tough, right? Because you do psych yourself out if you're in a new scenario or an uncomfortable situation that's new to you. There's always that piece of you that's like, what am I even doing this for? Like, why am I even here to do this? But you tend to do better when you just get out of your head and just do it. And Gigi likes to process. Yeah. And it also came in like she only had one joke like one thing to say like about her beard basically and she just like kind of went on about it too long to the point where it was like not funny yeah i think Gigi tries to she wants to to be funny and like you said it's just taking too long to explain because she wants to stick to that one little nugget and make it grow but it's actually got to go somewhere right um so out of the mini challenge jackie cox wins she was really funny. She was doing an impression of Crystal. Good job, Queen. I mean, Jackie's funny. Like, she's funny. I think that Jackie can suffer a little bit from the overprocessing at times, but she's better at recovering. Yeah. yeah. When Jackie's on, she's on. If she's having a rough day, she's not there. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. So she wins. And this is her third mini challenge win. And she was wondering if she could trade up to like a main challenge win. <laughs> Uh, this is an animal crossing bitch (laughs) you have to actually win (laughs) i was actually wanting to talk to stony if i could trade a couple of my um points for you know to up my fantasy league score no rules are rules girl (laughs) unless you're sherry pie uh (laughs) you heard michelle visage time is like the time limit is the time the rules are rules yeah (laughs) I couldn't. Oh, I guess we. I don't know. I'll just say it now. I can't believe Ross even said like she was being unfair, and I can't believe she wasn't in the bottom. But anyways, yeah, bitch, yeah, we'll calm get into down, that. Ross. I'm getting heated. Like I could already feel my blood boiling, and I wasn't ready for that this early in the show. <laughs> Whoopsies. Sorry, guys. All right. Woosah. Woosah. All right. Ting. Ting. Two, <laughs> We're calming three. down. Out two three. <laughs> all right you guys so that's the mini challenge for the main challenge they will be doing a one woman drag queen show yes with special help from Whoopi goldberg because we all know her famous one woman show that she took to broadway yes i was so excited for Whoopi. i feel like she's like one of the staples of my childhood and yeah you just love to see her huge pop culture icon um definitely a staple in my childhood as well i remember her in so many movies and works i 
did not even know she was in Star Trek at all. Like I got into Star Trek much later. But yeah, I mean, she's an EGOT. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony, Whoopi is it when it comes to talent and entertainment. Girl, like as a 90s kid, like she was in so many movies. Like I loved like all the Sister Act movies. And like growing up too, my dad was a big Star Trek Next Generation fan. So like I would always see her on TV with that show as well. So I don't know. The color purple is iconic. And now she's like on The View and she's like one of the people that's not a bitch on The View. So kudos (laughs) to her. Now Whoopi's had her moments with the black community. Every community will pick apart one of their own. I mean, look at the show in RuPaul's Drag Race, for example. Um, We watch for the Queens, but that's a different episode. The same thing happens to Whoopi. Like people want to put Whoopi in a box as a black woman and she has overcome so much in her own right and she's just broken down so many doors and glass ceilings for so many of us in the in the community. So I respect Whoopi and I was excited to see her. And I was I was looking at Leslie Jones's live tweeting and she was saying how Whoopi changed her life basically. Oh, yeah, I was not on Twitter this week. I've been taking screen breaks, listeners, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that girl. That's nice though, Leslie saying that. Yeah, cuz she was saying like her one woman show like basically changed her life and like she wouldn't be where she is without Whoopi. Very cool. And she's met Whoopi too. She was like yeah, Whoopi's like just as nice as she was to the queens. Like that's just how she is to everybody. That's a, that's amazing. It's good to hear about someone on that level, you know, because we've heard other stories about other celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> like, just name saying. their names. <laughs> Say their names. <laughs> that is a different podcast. <laughs> All right. So for the main challenge, they're doing their one-woman shows, and they get to rehearse with Whoopi and Rue. Uh, they get to bounce ideas off them, and because Jackie won the mini challenge, she gets to pick the order that they will perform in, and every queen wants to perform in the middle. I mean, the middle is a safe spot, right? I mean, Seth can probably um, relate from like a performance kind of standpoint. Typically, you want to go last. Like that is the best spot, the best spot in any show, like the anchor, if you will. Like when I was on bowling leagues growing up, the last person on the team was usually the strongest to pick up those pins that you needed or those extra points you needed to win. Very much is the same with concerts and shows or festivals. Everybody wants that headliner spot, which is typically last. So I don't know why these queens are freaking out. Like, this is your time to shine and close the show with the big moment that everyone's going to remember and probably, you know, snag you a win. Right. So Jackie puts like her first, Crystal second. So now we're in the middle (laughs) and we're running out of spots and she's like, who wants to go last? And Jada's like, uh, I guess I will. She reluctantly volunteered because no one else was saying anything, which, you know, I would at least have some balls and say, I don't want to go last and leave it at that. And everybody was just silent. And, you know, props to Jada for taking the spot nobody wanted. But she did reluctantly volunteer, but volunteer nonetheless. Right. I mean, they should have just put uh, stupid cherry pie at the end. And <laughs> Yeah, she likes to take up all the time anyway. That's exactly how that should have gone. Yeah, she should have been last. Definitely. But yes, yeah, I, I agree. I would have just said nothing and been like, you're the one putting people in order, Jackie. Do it. Right. 
<laughs> Make a decision. This is your responsibility, girl. <laughs> I only have so- one photo in my hand. <laughs> right. Exactly. I have one rose. <laughs> but uh yeah, so they're doing their practices. Uh, most of the people are just getting constructive criticism. Jackie pretty much got her whole act torn apart. <laughs> Yeah, I think with Jackie, sometimes she tries to do too much, and it's almost like a controlled chaos. She's got so many ideas she wants to throw out there, but the jokes aren't landing, or it's just too confusing because she's not focusing on one part. So she definitely needed the notes she received. Right, like, I mean, we all are fans of Drag Race. We don't need, like, the oral history of Drag Race, like... Right, we know what happened (laughs) in season one, and... You talking about RuPaul, she's a sensitive Scorpio. Of course, she's going to cut you off and say, where is this shit going? Because now you're making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> right. So Jackie not didn't get too good of critiques. Gigi is kind of getting caught in her head and is having trouble performing because they, you know, once they take the script out of her hand, she's just like, Ugh. Yep. And at least Gigi acknowledges that and she knows, but there's still that element of self and it's hard it's way easier said than done where you just kind of have to shake yourself up and say okay i can't say every line perfectly but i know what i want to say so i'm just going to do my best to deliver and Gigi kind of stays in her head because she just has to be as perfect as her simple eyeliner looks that was shade (laughs) (laughs) and then uh jada gets to hug Whoopi, and i thought that moment was so cute uh it was so cute that was a very sweet moment because thinking about the color purple in the story it's um i guess you know in jada's experience going through the show i can't speak for her obviously but it made a lot of sense what she was saying how the two stories connected definitely so why don't we talk about the performances uh we have sexy broccoli in the building um dolly is getting these checks i do like seeing sexy broccoli pop up it's just random as hell (laughs) it's really weird yeah i'm like getting kind of tired of it at this point i'm just like oh yeah sexy broccoli is gonna be in every episode i kind of want a t-shirt dolly if you're listening you need to make that a t-shirt with rue's permission because i would wear that somewhere (laughs) i don't know i just it's just like, you know, do you remember when um, they got on Jackie's case in the Choices 2020 challenge? Like they oh, were saying, yeah. oh, you're making too many Canada jokes. Oh, yeah. When they just weren't following what she was doing. Yeah. To me, like this is a lot like that. Like this broccoli, sexy broccoli joke has been going on for too long. Like the broccoli's rotted. Put it in the trash can. Touche. Broccoli does not keep very long. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And I don't need to see sexy broccoli anymore. It was I'm over sexy broccoli. I still want a t-shirt. Send it to tfcpod at gmail.com if you're listening. We were never here for sexy <laughs> broccoli in the first place. Like you have to be here for something for it to be like a thing. Look, it's and silly. We were never here for it. <laughs> Listen, it's silly and it's fun. And I think without going into too much detail. Um, just some things you see about Drag Race and shout out to Jade and XD. They've shouted us out on their show before. RuPaul's whole thing is not to take yourself too seriously. And 
a lot of the viewership wants to take this show almost too seriously. I think like sexy broccoli, it's annoying. Okay, fine. But there's also something really like stupid and silly about it. So like I would buy a t-shirt just to be like that obnoxious fan to wear out to the bar because I know you across the bar are going to be so pressed about sexy broccoli, but sure. Let all your feelings out about this and go turn on the show. Like you're going to anyway, I'll be watching too, bitch. (laughs) Well, I thought Sexy Broccoli was entertaining for a while, like for, you know, a few episodes afterwards. But then, like, I don't know. No, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. But I think people need to remember watching Drag Race, what Rue's whole platform is. If you listen to Rue's podcast, this is all he ever says. Don't take yourself too seriously. And, you know, as a queer black person, I would love to hear Rue talk about certain issues specifically. But if I don't get that at the end of the day, it's fine. I'm watching RuPaul's Drag Race for the queens. We're going to feel a way about RuPaul just like people felt a way about Whoopi Goldberg. But I don't know. Just remember why you're watching and try to have fun, listeners. Yeah, Yeah. just remember we're all born naked and the rest is fracking. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I remember that one. (laughs) First rule of drag, right? (laughs) Frack is whack, girl. (laughs) That's the (laughs) t-shirt. Oh my gosh! All right, so let's let's actually talk about the performances. You know, semi quickly. Um, who uh, who really came around and turned it out for you? I mean, clearly we had a strong start to the show. Let's start there. Um, of course, Crystal stood out. Crystal is just on her come up. We weren't quite sure what we were gonna get from Crystal with the way the rehearsal was going because we all know Rue loves that mullet. Every time I hear the Eldebarge music, I heard that song so much growing up. So it's just hilarious with crystal isms on top of it. So I liked Phil. I was living for Phil during the performance. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Phil was awesome. Like I thought, I don't know, crystal just being crystal for like five minutes is amazing to me. I also thought um, Jackie starting out the show, I thought she did a really solid job. Yes. Nice that she was able to like kind of rebound and just like tell a simple story and like share stuff about herself. And it was still funny. She really took Whoopi's note and ran with it, which is, you know, that's what you want to do with the critiques. And she completely turned it around. Yeah. And I didn't think it was like anything like outstanding, but she definitely was just herself and she was, comfortable out there so i thought that was good she really set the tone right like us like jackie's performance kind of also made me feel like oh this is our mc opening the show so well done jackie definitely and i think where we start to get to the middle of the pack is Gigi. she's sort of like dead center for me um because (laughs) she i mean there it was like going really well at first but then like clearly she was still in her head so she had written down like her like path throughout the skit on that little cart so like she had to keep going back to the cart to see what she was supposed to do next but then once she would start that segment it was really funny yeah now see what Gigi should have done if you're gonna you know pull your cheats like that you're a flight attendant right where's your brochure like you could be holding the brochure it could be used as a prop to show off those you know fantastic fingernails you put on and it could be more fluid. So if you need to reference your outline, you can just simply refer to the brochure and the audience is far enough away where they're not going to see what's in there. 
they're just going to see words because, oh, it's a brochure. But that's just the kind of stage trick that, you know, you learn in time. But Gigi's also fighting her nerves. I think overall she did a good job. It was funny. Um, definitely safe zone for Gigi. Yeah, I, I don't know. I thought Gigi was actually like a lot better than what like I thought she was going to be given the rehearsal. I don't know. I thought she was just really funny and like her concept was really good. I thought she had a lot of good interaction with the audience and like, yeah, she did have a few stumbles and maybe a few pauses. I think if she would have had maybe a little more time to practice it, she would have been really good. But I like, I was actually like really surprised by how she turned it out. Like I was, I was impressed with like her, her show. Definitely. Yeah. I agree with Stoney. I was actually thinking that to myself. I was like, you know, she had just got her like jokes down a little bit better, like was practicing more and it would have flowed better. And she would have maybe even won. She could have won. She would have been the top probably if she had done a better, like smoother performance. So then we get towards the bottom. I would uh, have to put uh, Jada next in line. Probably. I didn't really... Her story wasn't that funny to me. <laughs> it's it very cringeworthy. Um, very much a secondhand embarrassment moment when people just aren't into the gig. The funniest part was when she was like acknowledging that she wasn't funny. But comedy is not everybody's thing. And hey, she tried, but it didn't land. Yeah, I right. think it, I think it was just a story that does not translate well for like a show. Mm -hmm. Like if you're like her best friend, like hanging out in like the living room and she was telling you like, yeah, it was probably funny, but it just, (laughs) it's not something that's like, I don't know. I think she just needed a different like concept, different story or something. I'm going to take it back to like the second grade. Like I remember somebody did this for a talent show when I was a second grader. It was a kid in my class, Alan Hernandez. I will never forget him. Um, Oh my God. His mom made the best Colombian food ever. I was such a fat kid. But um, (laughs) Jada's whole story was like the pee and pageant. And this talent show performance back in the day when I was a spring chicken, they were going on and on in the talent show about important papers and Alan's character. Um, one of my old friends, he was really asking for these papers. He just needed them right away. The deal had to get done. The deal had to get done. And in the end, the important papers ended up being the toilet paper because he had to go to the bathroom in the middle of a meeting. So like how funny would it have been if Jada did something like that and she still could have put the pageant judge spin on it because um, we all know that the judges have important papers, but everyone's creative minds don't work the same way and that's not shade just people have other strengths yes girl people have different perspectives that's right um so i think where we get to the real bottom two are uh heidi i would put her not at the bottom i would put her second to bottom um and she would it just wasn't funny i don't know yeah, um, Heidi was another one I wanted to. I wanted it to land because we all have those ridiculous family members that you either look forward to seeing or look forward to not seeing, and they're either hilarious or annoying. Whatever they are, like we've all got those characters in our family, and I think that maybe Heidi also is probably just doing too much, and it just got lost in translation for the viewers. Yeah, I, I mean, I was rooting for Heidi because I love her so much, but it just didn't land well. I thought it was just like, 
I don't know. It was just awkward, honestly. Like her just <laughs> yeah. doing all of the impressions. I'm sure it's like really funny. Like if you knew like her family or like just maybe not in that setting. I don't know. Just one after the other, like the impressions, like it just didn't like transition well i guess heidi needs to watch more medea movies because tyler perry say what you want about him tyler perry is good at serving you different characters and you know that it's tyler perry I under each wig she would have like came out with like some wigs or something yes. and then like threw on a wig when she switched yes. or like threw on glasses or like something. jackie but like you know just tried to change really fast because i think that could have made a difference it just it didn't land the way she did it that would have been right. yeah that would have been so funny and it would have helped a lot that's a good point more props or she could have done no impressions and just done <laughs> jokes about her family's mannerisms and things like that. Yeah, that's true. Take the more stand-up approach. Yeah, like, my grandma hates everybody. She hates my Aunt Karen Sal. Or, you know, like, you know, she things like that. She hates Uncle Rob because he's such a damn drunk. One time he fell into the pasta. Yeah. Right. Yeah, totally. something like that, but funny. <laughs> so, yeah, so then I think where... Uh, we're at the bottom here and we're we're at sherry pie if you go over the five minute deadline you're disqualified bitch i wanted to see another like a sort of valentina like i would i want to keep this on like i wanted to see ruse well your five minutes are up sherry where was the apollo hook like somebody just needed to drag her ass off the stage i mean it is true because it's like after the first five minutes all jokes after are null and void and should not have counted towards her towards this round so it's like i don't know i did want to see now that you say that like yeah rue should have been like no bitch time's up maybe this should have been like america's next or america's got talent like a buzzer that just went off and x them off the stage hell start playing the oscars music i don't know (laughs) something she didn't do the challenge the challenge was five minute time limit hard out right type five and you know like yeah and and that's show business like you have a set window no flexibility most of the time right if this is supposed to be like the next drag superstar if you are acting this way on like an award show or something or like some other person's uh like production schedule you're gonna get kicked off because you're not like following the fucking rules yep (laughs) and if you're gonna do that you should have been last you should have anchored. That's right. Christ. I don't know. It made me so angry because I don't understand why Sherry's getting these passes like throughout the whole competition. We aren't even seeing more of what she does. And I already think that she's getting free passes. She's definitely getting free passes. And I believe strongly listeners that we would say that with or without the drama that went on before the show. Um, she's doing a lot of the same shit, just remixed, and it, it's like Gigi, right? You you have to do a little more. Sherry, you have to do a, a bit more. Let's push ourselves. Right. I mean, geez, I just don't understand how, like, the fact that she went over the time limit didn't get her in the bottom automatically. That is beyond mind-blowing. You know, and- like, in, um, in All Stars 2, like, Alyssa Edwards kept getting, like, uh, well, Fifi kept getting mad at her because it's like, oh, well, she just can do whatever she wants. And they just let her do her own. Like, she let, they let her do whatever she wants. And it's just funny because she's Alyssa. It's like kind of like what they're doing with Sherry. It's like, oh, well, she's Sherry. She's funny. Pat. Yeah. I mean, for nice once, recall. Like, Michelle actually was like the voice of reason. And 
like she was like actually like okay well it's not fair that she kept and she was also saying like well she kind of like fucked jada up because she probably made like jada like a nervous wreck and like because she's waiting to just get over with i don't know for once i'm like yes michelle like fucking make these bitches like disqualify her ass (laughs) oh that's so that's so that's so important like i am always early so i just naturally expect other people to at least be on time so if you're late i don't care if it's five minutes um (laughs) i'm fucking annoyed and can i know we're not really there yet but can we just quickly talk about how when they did call her out on it like sherry's like Oh, like surprise was so fake. Like I'm she so knew sorry. she went over. Like yeah. she she was not like surprised or shocked by anything they said. She was just like, Oh, I had no idea. Check your privilege, Sherry. <laughs> I bet yeah. you are now. And we'll talk about that more in the untucked segment. So if you want to hear more about that, <laughs> stay tuned. But yeah, totally 100%. That was a facade. And Ross was so wrong for saying that Michelle was harsh. I don't understand what I don't understand where Ross would eat that would even enter his little mind. But (laughs) hell no. I think he's just a little confused this episode girl all right well we've had a real long first half of the podcast so let's just take a quick little break and then we'll come back we'll uh talk about the runway fantasy league and untucked where we will bash on sherry pie more yay (laughs) yay we'll be right back hey everyone thanks for listening to our podcast so far thanks for coming Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks, or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com, and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. All right, let's get back into this. I think I was really excited before. We just got really heated talking about Sherry, and we forgot to mention that Crystal Method won the main challenges, and it's her first win. Finally, thank you. The Drag Race skies have opened, and they're letting our girl Crystal through. It's about freaking time. <laughs> yes. we. You guys know we've been waiting for this, if you've been listening. So we're not like fake stands um all right let's move on to the runway today the runway category is the color purple obviously (laughs) i love it all right so let's talk about the looks um let's start with crystal method and her strange uh (laughs) purple cow stunning (laughs) (laughs) this is very like mad cow fierce but make it fraggle rock like her makeup was very much a version of what we saw in the beginning, but more polished. And it worked with the look. Like, this is obviously a more costumey look, fun, out of the box. And it's crystal, so she completely sold it. You couldn't really see, like, a womanly figure, which we all know um, Rue and Michelle are always on the girls about. It's drag, woman it up, kind of your female impersonator is the quote. But, I mean, this was just fun. It's a play on the purple people eater, which we saw from another queen on the stage, but I was getting just purple fierce mad cow realness. I loved it. (laughs) Yeah. I liked it too. It kind of reminded me of something Evie would have done last season. Um, yeah, because it was like super like out of the box and like camp and stuff, but 
bite I, that jellyfish. I really liked it. It was I thought it was really interesting. And Crystal always keeps it um, fresh when she goes out on the runway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I looked up the Nick Cave sound suits, and that shit is real weird, girl. <laughs> <laughs> So after I watched the videos of a few performances, I was like, okay, Crystal's outfit really makes sense. Okay. I did not do that homework, so I'll have to do that myself. Yeah. I would suggest watching it. It's it's interesting. So next, let's talk about uh, Gigi. Good. Jinkies. <laughs> okay, Gigi. How dare you? I love Scooby-Doo. It's also one of my favorite cartoons, so I recognize Miss Daphne right away. I really, I liked Gigi's look. I thought it was a good look. However, with that being said, I need, like, next time we see Gigi, which I'm assuming is going to be like an all-star since she's not winning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I would really like to see more from Gigi that isn't like so costumey. I feel like everything she wears is like such a... It's like a like a Halloween costume or something. And it's I'm not like saying Party City, like it's it's not bad stuff. It's just I'm tired of seeing like costume party stuff, I guess. You'd right. like to maybe see her just like regular old glam, but she's usually giving us like costumey or like yeah. super high fashion. And she can keep doing that stuff. Like it's fun when sh- we do see it, but it's like all the time. Like I want to see something just like glam and like beautiful on her instead of this. This okay. is like her third costume, at least, you know, you had the Minutemen, her entrance look. Now this, um, I just, yeah, I agree. I, I enjoyed this one a lot more than, than the Minutemen and her entrance look though. I will say that, um, I enjoyed this look, but yeah, I agree. She is typically costumey. And if we're going to continue to rag on Sherry for doing old lady drag, it's only fair to apply the same to, Gigi. Yes, Queen. Agreed. <laughs> now we have to talk about a look I thought was really good and maybe it didn't get enough praise that as it should have, Heidi in Closet. Uh, she was just so glam and so gorgeous. Um Heidi has never looked better on the drag race stage. Yeah, she was giving us like full Jada right here. It was just <laughs> like so beautiful, so glam. Definitely one of my fave uh Heidi looks. Yeah, I like this one a lot. Like it just looked really elegant, luxurious, expensive. She was like dripping in jewels. I like this one mm-hmm. a lot. Full drip. Yes. Uh, next, let's talk about Jackie Cox. This one was out of this world. <laughs> this was fun. Um, very purple people eater, right? Um, I do feel like um, I won't say there was a lot going on. Like the wings on the back. Maybe we didn't really need the wings, but... I thought it was a cute look. You know, Jackie can bring that fun kind of comedy cartoon aspect of drag to life. And this was no different. Yeah, I thought I thought it was fun. It was definitely seemed out of like the Jackie like box, I guess. It was not something that we're used to seeing her do. But I thought it was it was good and interesting. Yeah, I mean, it kind of harkens back to like a Monique Hart look um, a little bit to me. Uh, I really, really didn't like the feathers off of her fingers. That was really... That um, was weird. That was stressing me out a lot. <laughs> I Yeah, that part was strange. <laughs> I agree. Um, but uh, that would be the, I mean, only downfall, I would think. But it's a conceptualized look, um, a little bit kind of reminiscent of Alaska and All-Stars 2. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I don't know. Overall, it's a pretty solid look. I'm here for the campiness of it. And just um, please take those feathers off your fingers. Okay. <laughs> next we have jada essence hall 
looking i don't know this was not bad but not my favorite one of hers i hate when they wear the like large disc that blocks their face we've talked about this with other queens before um yeah i thought this was still very like fashion week though it was very sleek sexy but still it was on brand for jada she's gonna give you a little bit of spice and sexy but make it high fashion and presentable. She could be going to a conference somewhere or she could be going out on the town after a haute couture meeting. I liked it. You know, she slayed it like she always does. Yeah. I also liked it as well. I thought it was, um, it was a little more like fashiony than what we see from Jada usually. Cause usually she's so just like glam and pageant vibes. Yeah. And this, she like put a little twist on it. So I thought it was, it was interesting and I thought it was good from her. She knows how to move in a slinky garment. That's for sure. Definitely. I think just for me, I don't know. It's just like, cause there was like the one side where there was like all the fabric dripping down and then a slit on the other side and then the large hat like there were a lot of focal points and i think maybe that's where my issue was um but it wasn't bad either it made me like like seeing her in that it made me realize like how skinny she is i don't know why like in her her other like outfits you know what i mean it maybe it's because the way she like padded and stuff but this one i'm just like damn she's like really thin (laughs) like yeah looking good snatch yeah i guess i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't know um all right so that is the runway um crystal one yay crystal we find out that the bottom two are jada and heidi um i agree with heidi but i really really think that sherry pie should have been in the bottom instead of jada yeah jada did not need to be in the bottom um punctuality is a thing purely because sherry went over on the time um she should have been in the bottom that's not petty that's that was the challenge facts are facts america yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) um I, I heard people saying Gigi should have been in the bottom. I do not agree with that. Um, she didn't have the best one, but like we said earlier, she fell right in the middle to us. We're annoyed with Gigi's brattiness too, listeners, but she was a solid safe this week. Yes. And so they lip sync to my favorite Prince song, 1999. When they sh- started the lip sync, I was like, freaking the fuck out like i should have known it was coming because the color was purple was the runway but this was so cool that's right connect the connect the dots listeners color (laughs) purple for whoopee purple rain prince i don't know perfect fit yes so um i thought this was kind of like not a great lip sync unfortunately um the song's like just upbeat enough that you can dance to it but not upbeat enough that you can like fully turn it out either so i just kind of felt bad like i did like jada's little baseball slide yeah she gave us a wig reveal too i think heidi suffered because she was in that gown it was probably expensive so some things you're just not gonna destroy for the lip sync of your life like i'm sure heidi was holding back a little bit because of that gorgeous gown yeah and i also told jamal like yes i know that we're lip syncing for our life but also too can you really send jada home like over heidi (laughs) no you can't unless jada just like completely just like pulled a valentina or like a charlie (laughs) or something like you can't she's had three wins Right. She's had three wins. <laughs> Meanwhile, Heidi's been in the bottom a few times. So, yeah. 
So uh, that's the episode. Stoney, why don't you tell us about all the points and where they all fell this week? Yeah, so um, after weeks of making fun of Jamal, um, (laughs) he is now clearly in first place with 315 points. Mm -hmm. And then the bottom two, I am at 245 and Seth is at 235. I gained a little bit. My uh, crystal won the challenge. Yes, queen. See, I told y'all I would be back. But I you told lost y'all. a contestant from your team. So Jamal's now <sighs> down to two people. Yes, and then Seth yes. and I both have one each. Yes. Um, things are not looking good from you guys. Just keep holding out <laughs> hope. <laughs> Girl, at least you got crystal because I would feel more confident that she might win over like Gigi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I just want to hold on to my title. I'm current reigning right now. So we'll see how the rest of the season <laughs> plays out. Yes, current reigning. <laughs> All right, you little bastards. Let's get into <laughs> Untucked. We are going to go ahead and get into that. If you guys are leaving, thanks for coming. And if not, let's get into this bitch fest, you guys. What do you think <laughs> about Sherry going too long? Let's really spill the tea. She's like, what? Me? I couldn't tell that I was performing for 25 minutes. Sherry needs to check her privilege because if you're as experienced of an entertainer as you say you are, you know what five minutes feels like on stage and your ass knows your time was up. So get the fuck off the stage. Um, You're funny, but you're not that funny. I almost kind of wanted to see the original idea after she went for like 17 minutes. Oh, yeah. The whole goldfish shit. Yeah. I don't know. Sherry just, it, she just came off very like fake and not genuine at all. Like, I feel like she just, the way she's acting, it's just like complete bullshit. And it's kind of like showing her character, like the way she's acting. So, and especially like with the puppet impression of her, like, I feel like that's the story we're not getting told because she's being cut out of so much of this. It's just her being so like cocky and like full of herself. Uh huh. She's probably just doing that whole kind of like, I know about this and that because of my experience type of shtick. You know, you could see it. She's coming from the theater world, the performance world. I could, I could totally see it. Definitely. And I thought her runway um, outfit was kind of dumb. Like it wasn't really that cute. I thought it was interesting, but it like, I thought it was okay, but honestly it makes her look so evil. Like some of her looks, I'm just like, you're an evil bitch. Like stop. (laughs) She loves that ghostly ass makeup. And there was a little too much um, fluff happening. I think that dress would have been better off with minimal fringe and keep it sleek and sexy. She looked just like Veruca Saul in, uh, Char- Charlie and the, or Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory <laughs> after she ate the three course meal gum and she started to blow up. <laughs> it was just like that girl. I was like, this is not happening for you this week. Like her face beat was interesting, like the purple with the gold flex or whatever. But other than that, I was like, this is not, uh, I don't understand what's happening here. There's too much. Um, so the other thing is Jackie making a big deal out of Jada, quote unquote, calling her out on the runway for being last in the order. <clears throat> this was a moment of weakness for Jackie because um, 
girl, Jada, okay, she reluctantly said she would do it, but she also said she didn't want to do it like all the other girls did. So let's not act like we didn't place the girls where we placed them. Right. I mean, yeah. Let me here. I, I did save some tweets because this is pertinent to what we're talking about. Um, uh, today's, oh, so this is yesterday night. Jackie tweeted. Uh, I clearly misremembered our workroom conversation and Jada Hall did not volunteer to go last. And especially with what the performer before her did, she really shouldn't have had to wait that long. Jada, I'm sorry, girl. Then Jada responds and says, LOL, it's drag sis. We deal with it so much in one or we deal with so much in one day. It's hard to keep up. Still love you. And then Jackie responds again and says, I sound like a total idiot in my interviews because I remembered you saying I'll go last, but clearly that was just in my mind. So now I just feel completely stupid. Either way, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, good for you, Jackie. I feel we like love Jake it when I say <laughs> she's quicking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's easy to do though. Like if you're just like, you're, she was probably nervous trying to figure out who to put last. Yeah. And she probably just like heard, like, you know what I mean? She envisioned it in her yeah. head that that's what she was pushing for. And then once you go with it, that's what you think happened. So right. like I clearly like, I don't think it was anything malicious. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah, it didn't seem malicious. And even like you could tell, even when it was going down, Jackie was like, um, who wants to go last? And everyone's just like staring at each other. Crickets. <laughs> uh, sip, insert sipping, sipping noises here. Um, <laughs> and then Jada's like, I guess I'll do it. You know, because no one else was going to. And you could just see Jackie's like, okay, great. You're going last. Like before she could take it back or something. <laughs> yep. Yep. Whoever but, blinked in that moment was going last. Yeah. For real girl. But yeah. So I, I'm glad they worked it all out. Jackie clearly didn't do it maliciously so don't send any hate to Jackie if you were going to which you probably weren't because we don't have idiots that listen to us um (laughs) (laughs) so that's this week in Drag Race so I hopefully hopefully you guys all enjoyed it um we will be back in two days with another episode about the final oh wait is this the third episode we're a third episode yes. of Celebrity Drag Race. <laughs> uh, two more. So we'll be back with that. And then the third episode of We're Here. Um, so make sure you guys are subscribed and keeping up. We're pumping out lots of commentary. Uh, we just had the um, uh, Season 5 All-Stars podcast yesterday. So we are really, really giving you all the tea. Make sure you stay caught up. We love you guys. <laughs> That's right. And get into the gig. We started this podcast with All Stars 3, actually. So if you're having a good time, bring your friends. All Stars 2? Was it really All Stars 2? Yes, ma'am. We started with um, with that one. With uh, That's the one that Alaska was on. Oh, my gosh. Wow. wow. Time flies. Okay. Wig snatch. But look, that's over 100 episodes for you to listen to and enjoy every week. Please comment and review wherever you listen to us. And remember, listeners, have fun. We're all here to have a good time. That's what Thanks for Coming is all about. So spread the love and joy, please. Yes, we're here to support our queens. Um, You know, the show is called RuPaul's Drag Race, but there are lots of other queer people involved with making the show and on the show 
And we just love to see it. Love to see that representation on television. That's right. All right, you guys. It's been another fun week. We'll see you in a couple days. Bye. 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 (laughs) Karen. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.